Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. What we're dealing with here is a total lack of respect for the law. You're listening to Done By Law, brought to you by the Federation of Community Legal Centres. And hello and welcome to Done By Law. Thank you to Tuesday Home Time for yet another fantastic show. Now, tonight on Done By Law, we're going to have an informal discussion about all things decarceration, particularly in relation to women and from a feminist viewpoint. Uh, And we are also two members down. So that means, listeners, there will be a lack of diversity in relation to voices today um, because our Gemma and our Bonnie couldn't make it, but you've still got Way and B here. The Legal Services Board have, uh, you know, apart from uh, keeping solicitors and barristers accountable in Victoria, also have a separate arm um, where they provide grants to uh, generally not-for-profit organisations to um, run projects uh, that have a very progressive uh, theme in relation to reforming the legal system. So over you know the many years that they have been providing these grants, they've given out a myriad of different grants related to capacity building in a range of different matters, areas in the legal system and also you know um, addressing certain areas of law reform such as family violence and also looking at different ways of working such as the health justice partnerships that are, you know, integrate uh, the health system Uh, so you know the doctors and the nurses and social workers that work in hospitals with um, lawyers uh, or the legal system in some way as well so last year uh, they announced at the end of the year that they were looking at uh, justice reinvestment projects which is basically to look for projects that organizations could uh, undertake which would um, bring back which would you know be sort of the opposite to the crime and um, to the law and order approach, and uh, and to try and look at ways that um, justice can be reinvested into the community. Please excuse me, Legal Services Board, for using your words, uh, and to have a progressive aim in relation to that. So there were a small number of uh, successful applicants to these projects, and one of them, which we're very proud of, is our very own Darabin Community Legal Centre, who listeners uh, probably know have run uh, a for a long time, the um, the the prison advocacy uh, project for like decades out there, and in a very humble, quiet manner. And so, the Darwin Community Legal Centre uh, was awarded uh, funding to run a project for two years, um, in relation to um, in relation to women's incarceration. And I have forgotten the name of the particular project. I'm sorry, Way. But what I did mean to say as well for the Legal Services Board um, priorities, apart from justice reinvestment, they also were looking at the criminalisation of women and what 
causes the criminalization of women particularly like what are the social causes and what are some of the barriers that um stop uh women who have been in the criminal justice system from being able to free themselves from that so way uh now i've remembered the project is called transforming justice project the the Darabin's Women's Transforming Justice Project. I'm getting nods here. I'm sweating. Oh, my goodness. I'm just so nervous. Uh, and Wei, um, who is the principal lawyer of the Darabin Community Legal Centre, will have a little chat to us about what what is this project about and how did it come about? Yeah, so um, we're really, really excited to be um, part of this project. So essentially the Women's Transforming Justice Project um, is a project of Darabin Community Legal Centre in partnership with the Law and Advocacy Centre for Women and Flat Out Inc. Um, and Flat Out and, Advo- uh, and LACWA, Law and Advocacy Centre for Women, um, have both you know, got a lot of expertise also in relation to working with um, women in custody. Um, so the, the crux of the project is that we're aiming to actively decarcerate um, women. So, you know... Um, trying to um, go through the court system to assist women to get bail and to assist them to maintain bail. So at the way in which the, I suppose, if, if we want to examine the way in which the criminal justice system works, traditionally um, it's very male-centric um, and so women who get caught up in the criminal justice system tend to get caught up in that system for different reasons to men um, and then the ways in which the the criminal justice system um, addresses them um, impacts them in a, a profoundly different way and also um, the the ways in which um, you know, so, sorry, I just want to say I'm very, very jet-lagged because I just got off and a you're plane. you're doing brilliantly, doing brilliantly, <laughs> I just got off I a say. plane not very long ago. Um, and she's still speaking in <laughs> German, everybody. <laughs> um, okay, I'm just going to take a breath. Um, yeah, so, you know, we, we've seen a lot of um, restorative justice and, you know, other ways in which courts are, are trying to assist people to um, address offending and to um, programs to to assist in rehabilitation. But, you know, a lot of those programs are more accessible to men, um, research shows, and um, the the idea is to have a program through the court system that is tailored specifically towards women um, that is led by women with lived experience to inform what the needs are and to also be to to also be able to holistically address all of the issues that that women face um, so when we were kind of discussing with LACWA and with flat out the the way the model in which this this uh, project would run. Um, one of the main focuses was in relation to women's leadership. So one of the things that we really, really want to do is to be able to um, work collaboratively and be led by women with lived prison experience um, to really advise us and 
um, lead us in, in developing the very best project that um, can very much deal with the types of issues that lead to their criminalisation in the first place. Um, so, so why... You, you mentioned at the outset that women um, get caught up in the criminal justice system in a different way from men. Could you describe for us what you mean by that? Um, so uh, there's been a, a lot of research which um, shows that women who have been incarcerated or have been before the courts um, on criminal charges have experienced um, family violence, for example, gender-based violence, homelessness, um, whilst that's also prevalent um, in men who are incarcerated, the the statistics in relation to women are astronomically high. Mm-hmm. So we're talking around the, the 90% mark. Mm-hmm. Um, and women are also generally um, more, more caregivers. Mm-hmm. And so um, in terms of the way in which um, they're criminalised, you know, that can be through a series of events involving children as well as um, their domestic partners, as well as their extended family. So um, f- in terms of that trauma, in terms of trauma to do with um, experience of violence and then... Um, inability to adhere to, say, for example, bail conditions because of their caregiving mm. roles, they continue to be um, to be penalised for, mm. for those roles that they have within society. Mm. Okay, thank you for that. And also, um, in terms of the three partners, the three very experienced and um, very weighty partners, um, I think, could you, has, has it been envisaged what each particular organisation, like which sort of lead each organisation will play in this project. So I'm assuming, I'm, this is a complete assumption, but assuming that Flat Out will, um, will be part of the um, leadership for uh, women, will, will, will be involved with um, the women who will be advising the project uh, on what is best for women with lived experience, you know, because they have lived experience or no. Sorry, see, the assumptions are bad, assumptions are bad. Do Have you, um, have there been discussions about how, the three organisations that have very um, have extraordinary experience, but all in like they're all slightly different experiences. How how what what roles each will play in this project? Yeah, so um, it's actually envisaged that the the so the basic crux of the project is to um, is to set up a court based list um, that would enable women to be um, a specialist court list that will enable women to be um, to appear before uh, that within that specialized list so that their um, matters can be addressed um, and it's envisaged that the women's leadership would overarch all three yeah uh, you know, it will eclipse the whole project. Sure, so, we'll inform each other. Ex- exactly. Yeah. So um, the Flat Out um, will be involved with um, providing assertive outreach for women oh, okay, and yes. providing that support, um, and that will include um, brokerage for housing. Um, it will include um, 
really intensive and tailored case management. It will also include um, a lot of holistic support. Um, the Law and Advocacy Centre for Women women will ha- um, will have lawyers to assist women um, specifically in court and the Darabin component will oversee the project and also um, engage in systemic advocacy to, to challenge some of the, the norms that um, so, sort of some of the kind of normative aspects of that impact women. Yeah. Okay. So, and also you were saying that uh, the program is going to be, you know, running in courts. Will it, will it be a number of courts or is there a specific court? Um, so the, the concept is very new. I know. I'm a so lot of sorry, but I'm getting will... really excited. <laughs> I'm kind Tell of... me details. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Um, yeah. So, our hope is that it will run um, out of the Melbourne Magistrates Court um, mm. original, uh, initially and, you know, depending on how it goes, it would be good to be able to um, to run more broadly. Um, one of the things that we're really conscious of as well is in relation to um, women in rural and regional areas mm. and so, um, you know, it's, it's obviously something that, we would really like to think about um, in the long term, but at, at this stage, the the idea is to try and set up the court mm. um, in in Melbourne. Mm, fantastic! And um, who do you envisage might be eligible? Um, it would be essentially all, all women. I mean, we we need to, like I said, it's it's all very new still, mm. and. Um, there's a lot of detail that needs to be um, discussed and determined, um, but we do envisage that it's a, um, any woman with particularly complex um, legal needs, um, complex um, social and health needs, and also any woman who's at risk of um, imprisonment. Or So I think... To begin with, it, it will f- focus on women who are remanded mm. in custody mm. um, and the the role will initially be to assist women to access bail and to maintain that bail mm-hmm. and then um, also to uh, try and, and continue on with those women so that they then um, are able to have sentencing dispositions that see them remain in the co- community. It's such a fantastic sounding project. Um, it's actually way more exciting than I've just made it sound. Yeah, no, I, I'm actually super <laughs> excited because I, I have, I've read parts, like just little paragraphs, you know, in the media releases, listeners, but um, I actually haven't, you know, I haven't, I don't know all this detail. So that's fantastic. And when I know that it's just been announced and I know I'm asking you too many questions in relation to detail, but when do you think it might be able to start so then we can invite um, the relevant people to come back and talk about how it's going? Yeah, so um, we there's going to be a planning stage because it is a, a big process and it's, a really, it's really important that we get it right and that we um, are led by women's Women. experience. Yes. Um, there's going to be... Uh, about a six-month lead-in yes. time. And so we're hoping that sort of mid-next year mm. or 
sort of mid to late next year we'll mm. be able to to launch something um, concrete for everyone and um, yeah so it's very exciting so stay tuned everybody so um, that was the that was done by law uh, and uh, it's not quite the last done by law for the year but it's certainly the last done by law for our team team two so um, wishing everybody a uh, happy December and um, <laughs> and I hope that you know we, we hope that 2018 brings everybody happiness and joy and so um, straight after this we're going to have Voice of West Papua 